You're listening to Addiction Medicine Beyond the Abstract, the official podcast of the Journal of Addiction Medicine. If this is your first time listening, thanks for coming. Addiction Medicine Beyond the Abstract is produced for your enjoyment and is focused on the latest journal-published research and science in the field of addiction medicine. Remember to add us to your favorites in iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at ASAMorg and Facebook. Now, let's go beyond the abstract. Welcome to Addiction Medicine Beyond the Abstract. I'm your host, Dr. Sean McNeil, and today we are joined on the program by Dr. Kimberly Spence. She is an associate professor of pediatrics at the St. Louis University School of Medicine, and she is the author of an article from the September-October issue of the Journal of Addiction Medicine entitled Avoiding NICU Transfers for Newborns with Neonatal Opioid Withdrawal Syndrome. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Spence. We're pleased to have you here. And I'd like to start by asking you to describe your background in treating and researching addiction. So I became involved in caring for infants with neonatal opioid withdrawal around 2012, when the opioid epidemic really started to ramp up and impact the population of children I care for, which is the neonatal population. As more women became victims of the opioid epidemic created by big pharma, more and more infants were being in utero exposed to opiates and opiates and developing what's now known as neonatal abstinence syndrome or more recently neonatal opioid withdrawal. So as neonatologists, we were confronted with like about 20% of NICU days were spent caring for infants with neonatal opioid withdrawal syndrome or NAWS. Um, the conventional management 10 years ago was prolonged hospitalization in an ICU with very little concern for the mother, much less the mother-baby interactions, um, which are so critical to bonding after birth. All of these issues needed to be addressed in our facility. So we formed a multidisciplinary task force and I became the de facto pediatric leader of that. All right, so this paper of yours, you described as a quality improvement project at your institution. Uh, How did you develop the idea to treat infants with neonatal opioid withdrawal on the mother-baby unit? So we developed the idea to treat babies on the mother-baby unit out of necessity. Uh, Early on, we recognized the critical role moms in the treatment of neonatal opioid withdrawal was. And at the heart of our care model is the belief that babies do best with their moms and moms do best with their babies. And, And that meant keeping moms and babies together. At that time, our NICU did not have parent rooming in capacity, so that was not an option. It was also at that time becoming increasingly clear in the medical literature, as well as in our own experience, the importance of non-pharmacologic care in caring for these infants. So most non-pharmacologic care can be done best on a mother-baby unit, which already has a dyad-centric care model. It also meant we could translate this model of care to our community hospitals, which did not have NICUs or pediatric wards necessarily, but did have a mother-baby unit. Okay. Did you feel that avoiding an admission to the NICU, well, how did that affect the mother-baby relationship as far as you could tell? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, let me see here. Uh, The... 
Avoiding the NICU was really critical to our success. Um, about 25% of this population is admitted to the NICU at some point. And our goal was to treat them in the NICU, but then transfer them back out to rooming with the mom because a NICU model of care is very different than the dyad-centered care. The nurse is usually providing care for the infant versus the mother-baby unit where the mother is providing and learning how to care for her new baby. And, and that learning and positive reinforcement that mom receives is necessary for successful bonding, to decrease maternal shame, and to assist ultimately with mom's empowerment in caring for her child. Um, there's just so much very good evidence to support avoiding going to the NICU and the separation it imposes on the mothers and babies, including the negative impact it has on breastfeeding. Um, breastfeeding is actually one of the most important evidence-based measures shown to reduce withdrawal in infants withdrawal symptoms. So it's just really critical to keep moms and babies together to be able to facilitate that bonding that is so necessary for the long-term outcomes of this dyad, the, the outcomes for even after discharge. Great. And I was wondering if you followed up on the long-term success of this model, uh, trying to avoid the NICU admission. Did you uh, follow up with mothers after their discharge? Yeah, I'd have to say we're still working on those long-term outcomes. Um, what we found is that babies tended to go home more often with their moms. They were more likely to be discharged into um, a custodial relationship that was a parent than into MOCD in, 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 instead of into like a, a children's protective custody, a children's division protective custody. But that also probably had to do with um, how the court system and how everybody started to approach um, people suffering from substance use disorder. So we we're not able to prove that our actual um, change in management changed long-term outcomes. But I do know you can extrapolate from other studies similar to ours um, that it does improve bond bonding and improves overall it reduces the chances of something bad happening to that child in the long-term outcomes, um, meaning um, abuse or neglect. There is a reduction of that if we can improve bonding between mom and baby and improved sobriety rates for moms. Moms are much more likely to relapse if they feel like they're not um, given a an opportunity to parent. They, they sort of lose their raison d'etre, you know, with, what they you know, are going to live for. All right. And what, if any challenges, uh, what challenges did you face in providing treatment to opioid addicted neonates outside of the ICU? Um, were there specific challenges that you were able to identify? Absolutely. There were a few challenges in our transition to caring for babies um, on the mother baby unit. At first, it was bed space. Um, babies with NOWS typically need to be observed in hospital for four to seven days if their moms were maintained on medication for addiction treatment, such as Suboxone or Methadone. Most hospitals did not want a postpartum bed tied up for the entirety of that baby's hospitalization. Normally, these rooms would be turned over in 36 to 48 hours for a normal vaginal delivery. So it's easier and cheaper for the administration to just house the babies in the nurseries and discharge the mom. But this was the antithesis of what the baby and the mom needed. 
So that really required hospital administration buy-in. Um, another big issue was the administration of morphine on the mother-baby unit to a neonate, not on cardiorespiratory monitoring. That caused everyone a bit of anxiety initially. Uh, however, we were able to review our own data and demonstrate safety. Great. And finally, for clinicians who are listening, what is the takeaway message that you have based on the outcome of your study? I, I just want pediatricians um, or family practitioners to feel empowered to care for these infants in their community hospital. I, I hope this paper inspires other care providers to start a multidisciplinary team to address the unique needs of this population in their unique area. Um, most of these babies can be cared for close to home, which is socially and economically a better outcome. So I want I want um, I want care providers to, to to realize that this that we don't need to be transferring babies out um, of of their community hospitals for management. They we can do it. We can manage 75-80% of babies right there close to home, close to family. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the program. I was very glad to hear about your work. Thank you. Appreciate it. This ends today's podcast. Thank you for listening to Addiction Medicine Beyond the Abstract. All of today's show links can be found in the show notes. Remember, you can preview additional abstracts at journalofaddictionmedicine.com. This program was produced by the American Society of Addiction Medicine.